Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 139. I'm Kip Clark, and joining me in the studio today, we have a returning guest, Yara Faramond. Thanks so much for having me again. Of course, it's great to have you back, because today we're going to be engaging a topic which may require substantial explanation, the funny-serious divide, by which I mean to say that in my observation, there is a dichotomy between being funny and humorous in the way you engage topics or people, perhaps, and being serious and maybe more solemn and straightforward in the way you engage with topics. I think at times that dichotomy could be oversimplified, but to the extent that such a dichotomy exists, I'd really like to begin with how you approach this idea, whether you've observed that people could be loosely categorized on a spectrum between funny and serious traits, and also what you first thought when I approached you with the topic. Well, what I first thought when you brought up this whole topic in general was mainly about how people express themselves, because that's basically what this whole thing is about. And I think that in general, when people want to express an idea, they have a tendency to either be more serious and straightforward about it, or funny and make jokes. And that's where the kind of inadvertent assertion of a thought or idea comes into play. So in general, it's easy to look at it as a binary system where you're either seen as being someone who is serious or someone who is funny, a jokester or a more solemn mind, someone with a more serious look on life overall. But when you look at this system, it's easy to be a part of both of those categories. But the issue with the system, I guess, is that when other people are looking at you as a person, it's easy for them to judge you to be one or the other. And I'm thrilled that you make that distinction because I think in most of our interactions with people, we are often able to see ourselves as complex beings with intricate internality and other traits that distinguish us as being almost a universe unto ourselves, whereas other people might appear to be far more simplistic. And I think that's a natural tendency, one which empathy can help erode and show us that people are in fact all complex in their own ways. But I'm especially happy that you brought up that point about projecting this dichotomy onto others because this topic was in many ways inspired by my reflection on a very comedic friend of mine back in school who was approached by someone someday after he'd made a very earnest statement about a belief or a thought he was having. And this friend said, I've always thought of you as a funny person. And he came to me as he was going back through his day in his mind and noted how hurtful that felt to him. And I can relate to a degree because, although I don't think this podcast really captures it, in a lot of my life, I do joke around about various topics. I might be sarcastic or silly, but I do try to find humorous elements in most conversations that I have. And I heard him say this and shuddered at the thought that perhaps people with a more incomplete perspective of me might think of me as purely funny. And the fear that I have there is that it produces a boy-who-cried-wolf phenomenon where you're so often joking that other people don't believe that you can grapple with more honest or serious topics. And I do think that projection is hurtful because it simplifies someone to an almost jester-like role. And I think of the jester because their task would be to be humorous, as the modern comedians is as well. And while simplicity might make sense in a certain occupation, Outside of one's profession, our skills and approaches are not so narrow. As people, we have many relationships with many different individuals and tasks. 
And I think this kind of simplification is not only unfair to other people, but perhaps narrows our overall focus in life away from more broad interests. If you're told time and again that you, Yara, are only serious or only funny in certain cases, then perhaps you'll start to believe those insinuations and may not pursue a career in comedic theater or in satirical writing because you don't believe yourself to fill that category. And so I'd really love to know what you think about this dichotomy as applied to people we know in our social relationships. Do you think it is as damaging as I fear it may be? So what I think is interesting overall about that entire idea is that when you look at seriousness and humor being funny, there's a very thin line between the two, just as there's a fine line between genius and madness. And how we perceive this line is really a personal expression. So I think it is dangerous in the sense that if you are not evaluating someone as a complex being and you just see them as one or the other, you aren't necessarily understanding them to the fullest. And in that scenario, if you look at genius and madness instead of the funny, serious divide, that's where huge fault can happen when you trust someone who you think is just extremely smart with information and then they do something bad with it. And obviously, when you're looking at this divide, funny, serious, it's not always going to be as extreme of a situation. But when it comes to personality and looking at just human expression, it is pretty serious because it's how you are seeing people and how other people are seeing you, which affects your daily life, not only in your relationships with the people around you, but also in your career in every aspect of life. I agree, and I think it's especially worth considering how perhaps funny operates as a more social trait, whereas being serious can be interpreted as having a more isolated or private lifestyle. And by that, I only mean that humor, at least in my understanding, is more often than not an interpersonal means of expression, whereas you don't have to be around other people to be serious. In fact, various figures in history who have isolated themselves or may not prefer social contact as much can be quite serious and take the world in a very serious way, which I find very interesting. And I wonder if perhaps that phenomenon emerges or my perception of that phenomenon emerges from a belief that being funny is more simplistic and lighthearted in a way that does not require as much consideration. I brought up the jester earlier, and I think very tellingly, people associate comedy often with a type of foolishness, whereas being serious can often be tied to intellect and deep reflection. And again, I would remark that that conception, while it may be accurate, is a dangerous one. Because I've known plenty of funny people who are funny because of incredible wit and observation, and I don't think most people think comedy is foolish or stupid per se, but I do think it has the stigma of being less intellectually involved and requiring less brain power to produce. And I'd love to know what you think about that distinction. I think the best way to tackle that is to look at current media and the way that we devour our information. So while you're looking at news channels, for example, you're seeing people who are being very serious, telling you what's going on in the world in a very monotone fashion. But in the past, you could flip over a few channels and see someone like Jon Stewart, who is being foolish in the sense that he's making jokes, he's making funny faces, funny noises, being silly. 
but he's giving you very serious information. And it's almost making it more accessible to the average person because they're consuming it in a more fun, not necessarily positive, but exciting way. And as a quick interjection there, do you think humor or being funny is a means of translating information, whereas someone who is serious might be seen as more literal? They're just transcribing. They're not necessarily adding any flavor or slant when they give you the same information. I think the average person is more likely to want to consume information via a comedic person rather than a serious person. And obviously, everyone has their own opinions and preferences on how they want to consume their information. But in general, I think it's easier to consume information from a comedic platform because it's more accessible and feels less heavy. Additionally, I think that when people get information in a way that they don't expect to receive it, that is where interest arises. For example, if you see someone who you would normally consider as being serious, for example, if you look at President Obama mic dropping, that's something that you would never expect of him as he is in a very serious position, but it makes his whole platform more adaptable and more consumable by the average person. And I think someone like a U.S. president is an excellent example to bring up because there are certain professions where we don't expect humor or where, in fact, we may prefer a more serious approach. When engaging with our doctor, we want the straight facts. We don't necessarily need a humorous tone. And in fact, because medicine can be very serious and deals with topics of life and death, we don't prefer that comedy be introduced there, which I completely respect, but I do think when comedy is introduced in an artful way where we do not expect it, let's say from a president or a doctor, I think it has the potential to resonate more and is perhaps more memorable because it's so unexpected. But on the opposite side, I do think as we grow older, we are expected to be more serious. And in some ways, I might even go as far as to argue that the funny-serious divide reflects the dichotomy between child and adult. That when we are younger, we are expected to engage with the world in a more lighthearted way that doesn't necessarily reflect the amount of tragedy and responsibility and weight of relationships that we may someday engage with. But as an adult, you're expected to have more responsibilities and to treat other people with respect. And often respect cannot engage with humor because humor can be seen as a derogatory approach to someone, something that undermines their respect or mocks them in some way. And so I think there is this curious relationship in this dichotomy where as we grow older and engage with more members of society, I do rather firmly feel that being serious is what's expected of us. But I think all of us, to a degree, preserve childlike expectations or ambitions. And so when we're met with someone who learns how to play, in a sense, and to be humorous, we appreciate that because we've been taught to be more serious and that that is the language of our society. But someone else is able to subvert that language, and that's a particularly appealing characteristic. And so in preparing for this episode, I had considered the idea that being funny is an easily understood intention. Someone's trying to make us happy or make a social connection in a positive way, whereas being serious gives off the impression of complexity. And so it's not as easy to engage with someone's true intentions there because their more solemn attitude could reflect any number of intentions or attitudes. 
But as I think on it more, I think comedy can be the more complex intention in a society which is typically serious because it does subvert that norm. And perhaps the reason we don't see more open attempts at humor in our society, at least anecdotally in my experience, is because someone being funny in a typically serious environment is confusing. It's alien, it's foreign, we don't know how to handle it. And perhaps that person's being funny to undermine some element of authority or stability in our lives, and that's not a comfortable idea. So I want to touch on something you said a little bit earlier. And what I am kind of getting from this conversation right now is that as people grow older, life becomes more serious. You have more stress, you have more responsibility. And because of that, each person themselves feels that they can become more serious. So the question I want to pose you, Kip, is do you think that there are situations in life as an adult that can only be looked at from a serious perspective or vice versa, only be looked at from a funny or joking perspective? Or do you think every situation can be looked at however a person wants to look at it? I think that's an excellent question and one, as far as I'm concerned, which many comedians struggle with because their goal, at least professionally, is to be very funny. But of course, if your pool of comedic resources is limited by a society which says you cannot joke about these topics, I can see the challenge there. Although personally, I do believe that there are certain topics which should not be joked about, not necessarily because light cannot be found within them, but because the act of joking about some of these topics can, in the interpretation of the recipient of the joke or the subject of the joke, be a disrespectful means of expression. And so I think in certain cases, the victim of a terrible crime or tragedy can absolutely find a way to make light of their condition. I know people who have been diagnosed with cancer who have gone on to joke about it, and I do think in many ways the curious nature of being funny and serious is that if you are funny about someone else's serious condition, you're often judged as insensitive or cruel. But if someone else is funny about their serious condition, I think we can often interpret that reaction as a form of courage in a number of ways. First of which, I think they're being courageous in the face of distinct tragedy in our universe, because we as human beings do suffer a number of very unfair and sad events and circumstances. But I also think being funny about the serious, if it's your personal condition, is also courageous in the face of the society that we've described, where I do think being serious is the norm. And I think subverting the norm, though not always quote-unquote correct, is in many cases, I would say, though I'm not bold enough to say all cases, a very courageous move because you will face social stigma. And I think that's what makes progress in society very difficult because society as a whole is a very slow-moving organism. And I think comedy in certain cases can help prod that organism to consider things in different perspectives. And again, I would come back to the idea that humor can translate, whereas being serious often transcribes. And I would pose my own question to you and say, given the diversity of human personalities and cultures, and of course the disparity between all of our lived experiences, do you think it's easier or more natural to tend towards the funny or the serious? Part of me wants to give the answer that it all depends on the way that you have grown up and the experiences that each person has had on their own, whether or not it's easier to be funny or serious. 
But the other part of me thinks that regardless of whether you're making a statement in a serious way or in a funny way, you're still expressing an opinion or an idea. So whether or not you decide to make that statement as a serious one or as a joke in a funny sense depends on your audience and who exactly you're speaking to. What I have found is that in certain situations, if you are to make a joke of something, you might be seen as insensitive. Whereas if you are going to be serious about something, you will be seen as oversensitive. So it's really all about how you want to express the idea that you have and who the audience is. Because at the end of the day, you're just deciding how you want your idea and your expression to be judged by the people around you. And that's a great way of honing in on what is absolutely a truth in all of this, that social context is not a static idea, that we change our environments with different people who collectively determine, often in an unspoken way, how we are allowed to express a certain thought or sentiment. And I do think it's intriguing how certain audiences, sometimes literal audiences, can misjudge the intentions of a statement. I'm thinking back to a play that you and I were in in our senior year of high school, which was comedic in tone, but later in the play featured a dark moment where, in an alternate reality, a high school football player was so severely injured that he could no longer play, and his father emerges from the shadows in complete shame and disgust that now his son is worthless to him because he cannot play high school football, and the audience laughed excessively at this moment, which I remember being very intrigued by because after that particular performance, you and I and other members of the cast spoke with our director who said we would have to play it in a different way so as to make clear that this is not a funny moment in what is otherwise a comedic play. And I think that illustrates some of what I've been intrigued by in this topic, that once the dial is set, so to speak, it's hard to convince people that the dial is fluid and can shift one way or the other. And I'm so glad that you phrased it the way you have, that both are absolutely means of engaging the world. So in many ways, though they may oppose one another, they are similar in that when faced with information, you can choose not to respond. Or you can choose to respond in a funny or a serious way. Of course, those being two of many ways you could choose to respond to something. And I'm also reminded of a dear friend of mine with whom I absolutely love speaking because in our conversations, she and I can vacillate between very serious or I would say genuine approaches to legitimate emotions and events in our lives and more humorous approaches to those same or different events. And I've told people that I'm especially grateful for that friendship because it satisfies two different sides of myself that I've noticed are, in my own perception, very prominent pillars in my personality. And I'd love to know, in your experience, are there people who satisfy these two polarities in the same interaction or friendship? And also, do you notice yourself preferring one of these two approaches in your interactions with other people? And if certain circumstances might change those answers, what are those circumstances? I believe myself to be a pretty even mix of silly and serious most of the time. And I like to surround myself with people who are similar to me and are intelligent enough to understand when I am being silly and when I am being serious. 
To answer which one I prefer is more complicated of a question than I think it seems at face value. And I don't know that I have an answer to that because my sense of humor and my outlook on the world is still evolving constantly. And I don't think that I could ever say I prefer one or the other on any given day just because my experience with life changes day to day. And one day, of course, I might be more solemn for one reason or another. And then another day, I might be more silly for whatever reason. If I had to say one, I would probably say funny because it's easier for me to look at life with a smile on my face. However, I certainly do think that there are many situations that should be taken more seriously and when spoken about should be expressed in a more serious way. And before we close this episode, what would you like the audience to consider after listening to this discussion? I actually just have one question that I would like to ask our listeners and really urge them to respond to. Do you, the listener, think that the divide between funny and serious is similar to the divide between being sensitive and insensitive? And in what way? I think that's a fantastic question. And I'd be really curious to hear if listeners have observed this dichotomy in their lives and also in my concern that perhaps it simplifies and reduces a person's complex traits. If you are as concerned about the effect this dichotomy can have when we project it upon others, I'd also be very curious to know if others like myself have appreciated certain relationships because they satisfy the opposite ends of this spectrum within single conversations. And finally, I would encourage listeners to think about ways in which perhaps we unfairly underestimate those around us who are funny or serious, and I would encourage listeners who think of themselves as more serious individuals to consider the intentions and reflections behind those of humorous people, not necessarily that you need become more humorous yourself, but what might those around you be trying to express. And similarly, For those who consider themselves as more humorous individuals, what might your more serious counterparts wish that you took more seriously or engaged with in a more level-headed and perhaps somewhat more monotone way? And Yara, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on and having this conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a lot of fun with this rather serious conversation. I think that was well said, and I'm happy to hear it. But of course, as ever, we want this to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between. So to those of you listening, know that we would, as always, love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts, feedback, or opinions of any kind, please reach out to us. You can connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook, where if you like our page, you'll receive weekly updates when we post new episodes. You can also email us via strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to, as well as reviewing the show and sharing it with someone you think might enjoy it or get something out of it. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off.